Joe Arrington remembers the day when he had to rethink a decision that was going to transform his life. He was taking a physical exam to become a firefighter. It was 9-11, the year 2001, the day the Twin Towers in New York fell in what later became the worst terrorist attack on U.S. soil. The lieutenant that was in charge came in and said, hey, if anybody wouldn't have gone in those buildings today, this is not the job for you. That was Joe. Two people actually got up and walked out. Never second-guessed that I would have, so I knew I was where I was supposed to be. Joe has been with the San Antonio Fire Department since then, for 19 years, first in the trenches responding to fires, car accidents, disasters, and for the past four years as a spokesperson. So what keeps firefighters motivated to not quit, even after facing near-death situations? In order to understand why Joe has remained a firefighter for so long, we need to first comprehend his family history. To Joe, firefighting is a family tradition because... It's kind of always been in my family. Um, I had uncles that were firefighters. Um, that uncle is now retired from a fire department and his two sons, my cousins, are also firefighters. So it's always kind of been in my family. Since the majority of Joe's relatives are firefighters, it comes as no surprise that as a child, Joe was always hanging around fire stations. The earliest memory I can think of, of of wanting to do it was riding out with my uncle when I was little. There is little wonder that Joe would follow in his relatives' footsteps. So the circumstances of 9-11 solidified his decision to pursue a career as a firefighter. But what Joe didn't realize was... I didn't know how crazy the job would be and how many different opportunities and different things you would see. Being a firefighter proved to be crazy since day one, when Joe was still considered a novice firefighter. Which brings us to the conflict Joe faced on his first day on the job. When Joe was getting ready to leave the station, the unthinkable happened. Heard a boom outside, we turned around, a car had hit a telephone pole right across the street from the station. What Joe saw next was horrific because a child was involved. The kid went through the windshield and landed about 20 feet out in front in the pasture. 20 feet is a long way for a child to skid against hot, rough concrete. But the child recovered. What could be crazier than a car wreck? How about being face to face with death? In 2004, San Antonio, Texas held the record for the largest chlorine spill in United States history. Two trains had crashed head-on in southwest Bear County near Loop 1604 and Nelson Road, causing the release of poisonous chlorine gas that killed three people. Who was the first one at the scene? I was the first, one of the two first people to enter in a level A hazmat suit to try to find some people that were trapped on the other side of the train. The layout of the trains confused Joe and his partner, leaving them helpless and lost. Because the trains had crashed the way they had, they moved the train tracks, we got disoriented. Obviously, we're in fully encapsulated suits on air, limited amount of air. Joe had to mentally go back to his training, enabling him to walk out alive. We had to walk about a mile and a half, ran out of air, had to be airlifed out. Even after shaking hands with the Grim Reaper, Joe never once thought of quitting his job. He got right back up and faced yet another bone-chilling emergency. 
This is the sound of flames, similar to what Joe heard when he responded to a church fire by Woody Tucker Park in the wee hours of the morning. Pull out of the station and we can see glow. You're thinking, it's going to be a fire. Sure enough, it was a huge fire that resulted in Joe's station dropping a second alarm because the flames were pushing through the front doors. Joe couldn't fathom how hot the flames had become. I remember getting out of the truck and being... 30 yards from the fire and thinking, holy cow, it is hot. Like my face, it feels like a sunburn on my face as soon as I get out of the truck and we're across the street from it. I'm thinking, it's going to be hot. In the end, the fire did not result in any loss of life. So in simplest terms, Joe remained a firefighter for 19 years because he loved his job. Looking back, Joe never once thought he made the wrong career choice because Joe believes firefighting is... Oh, this is the greatest job in the world. I, I've never once regretted it. There's a, um, you know, the old saying, if you enjoy what you do, you never work a day in your life. Though Joe may have endangered his life countless times as a firefighter, he refuses to be called a hero. The hero word, we hate that word because we're not. You know, heroes are your parents. Heroes are your, your role models. We are just men and women that love our job and just come to work and do it. You know, I mean, everyone has a role in our community. Everyone can has a, an ability to make a difference. Uh, this is how we choose to make our difference. So the next time you hear a fire truck siren, stop and reflect on the sacrifices those men and women will make. Because would you be willing to do the same? <laughs>